Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim Cockrum. It's such a pleasure having you check in with us today and listen to yet another amazing episode. And it's not amazing because it's me, guys. Today, it's amazing because it's the first time we've ever had three guests on the show at the same time. Today, we're going to hear from Mike Lemoyne, who's been a guest on our show in the past, actually one of the earlier episodes, and a little silent sales machine radio history. He was actually the guy that called me one day and said, Jim, you got to do a podcast. And so he just beat me up until I did it. So we're going to hear from him again today. And he's the guy who has grown an incredible business around teaching businesses how to use the internet creatively to improve their business. So all this head knowledge that you have as an online business building warrior, you can be getting paid to help businesses with that knowledge. It's not a complex business knowledge. You business model. You can call it consulting if you want, but really it's just taking this knowledge you have in your head and helping other businesses or brands or other sellers improve their life and their business with that knowledge in your head. So we're going to hear from Mike and then Chris and Daniel Leak. Yeah, they're brothers. They're leaders in our community. Actually, all three of them are. And they've got an exciting new course that you guys are going to freak out when you see. They've got a combined probably a couple decades worth of knowledge packed into this very succinct, very step-by-step course that tells the story of how they've helped multiple businesses use the internet creatively, and they've grown some incredible income streams doing it. It's called provenbusinessconsulting.com if you want to go check it out. But today's show is not about the course. It's about learning exactly how to apply that knowledge that's in your head and help businesses. And if you want to jump out and grab that course, that's awesome. You should probably go check it out. But I think we're going to start here with Mike. You there, brother? I am. How are you, Jim? Hey, man. Great to talk to you again, buddy. And I was, I was just bragging on you, man. You were the guy that talked us into even launching a podcast. Silent Sales Machine Radio might not exist had it not been for a phone call you made to me. I think it was actually a Tuesday. You're like, dude, we got to talk. You got to do a podcast. And so you, you pushed me. So thanks again for that. And uh, I might put in the show notes today, actually, Mike, a link back to your first appearance on this show. It's, it's, it was one oh, of the cool. first 10 episodes, I think. So, so listener, yeah. go to silentgym.com. There'll be a link in the show notes to the first time. Because what, what I want to do first to start this off, Mike, is have you fill in the gap? Because that's been, what, a year and a half, two years probably uh, yeah. since, we, yeah. since we last had you as a guest. What's it like helping real businesses use the internet creatively to grow? Like what's working really well right now what are you most excited about? I'll kind of pass the ball to you and, and fill us in. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here, Jim. And I, I'm so, so grateful that you launched the podcast because I see the continued success and just the comments around it. And it was like, man, we nailed that one. So I was really, I, I, it's, it was it's exciting to be Seriously. I had my doubts, uh, but man, it resonated. <laughs> Thanks again. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, you know, last time I was on the podcast, I mean, I had, uh, you know, I had already left the fire department and was growing the business. And, but since I've been on, uh, we've brought on uh, seven more team members, eight more team members. I apologize. We've brought on eight more team members. And I say that not to brag. And I want to make sure everybody listening understands, like, you don't need to do what I'm doing. We are years down the road and growing this business. But you know, the reason why is the demand out there and the demand, it, what we're seeing in the real world from local businesses, which are my primary clients. Now I do have some software companies. I do have some information products, but the far majority of my clients are local businesses who just need help on the internet. And, and the world has changed so much for these guys, because again, they used to be able to take their money, put it into yellow pages. And even though it was a lot of money, most of the time, thousands of dollars, they were able to get enough leads that that made sense. And what has happened is the Yellow Pages has gone away. In many, many towns, they don't even print this anymore. And in the ones they do, uh, most of them get thrown away. Uh, People are just utilizing the internet. So what we saw is all these companies rush in, you know, including the Yellow Page company saying, oh, we could do your internet marketing. And what we are finding is the far majority of our clients are coming to us. and, And typically they're like, look, I'm really hesitant to invest more money into this internet stuff because I've been locked into this contract and I've paid all this money to all these people who promised they were going to help me and I've been burned. And this is because they've gone with a company and typically they've talked to a sales guy. Like this is the way a lot of these agencies and bigger companies work. They have salespeople who promise the world. They get locked, the small businesses get locked into a long-term contract and then they end up not getting results. 
And what we are finding is more and more people are just in that boat, but they, they know they need the internet. They're just looking for a trusted advisor. They don't want a sales guy. They don't want some guru. They literally want somebody with a little bit of knowledge more than they have who can help them make good decisions. Because, you know, when I got started in this, my biggest fear was I'm talking to a business owner. I'm talking to somebody who literally runs a business and feeds their family based on this. And that was a big fear I had because I was just a firefighter. And I'm like, man, I don't, I don't want to give advice to these guys because what if I'm wrong? And I learned very quickly. And I think a lot of listeners are probably in the same boat. Like, hey, I have some knowledge, but I don't want to be wrong. And, and, you know, I'll tell you what I have found is so many business owners are getting so much wrong advice. They're not asking like nuclear physics level internet marketing questions. They're literally going, hey, should, should I own the .net of my other domain? Should I, you know, do you think this is a good idea? What do you know about, you know, do you think I should send an email out to some folks? Like these are things that our community just knows, you know? And I want to hear too, like when you say businesses specifically, we're talking about small businesses like mom and pop. And and for those who don't realize it, that's like 80% of our economy is small business. People with, you know, five to a handful of employees. That is our economy now. Uh, We're not talking about, you know, approaching corporations, you know, and high, high rise, you know, high tower, big buildings and skyscrapers. And, you know, no, we're talking about like, you know, local mom and pops, like, like, give me an example, Mike, of the last few businesses that that you've brought on board. Absolutely. So uh, businesses were they? So earlier this week, or I'm sorry, late last week, we had a chiropractor come on board, a single, a single chiropractor. It's not like he has this major office. It's him and one, one office person. And he just needs some more patients. We, uh, we also are uh, bringing on a plumber. And this guy, in this case, this guy has several trucks on the road and some employees. I also just did consulting for uh, a dog groomer. And, and this was a fun one because she emailed uh, through our website and said, hey, you know, I don't have a big budget and no agency in town will talk to me. And, uh, and I emailed her right back as the quote unquote owner. And I go, Hey, I'll talk to you. Like, you know, let's chat on the phone. And if it makes sense, you can pay me a consulting fee. And she goes, well, I only have $500. And I said, well, that's not going to, you know, come sit with me for an hour. I can give you a lot of knowledge. And so she did, she came in and I charged $150 for an hour. Uh, and she recognized the value immediately and she left with like three or four pages of notes and uh, she's doing great. All she needed to do was have somebody to, to bounce ideas off of. And again, I love it. this way, you know, it's not the high level stuff. Like, so one of the, the rules we have here and people can make money with this right here, but one of the rules we have for local business websites is a rule called upper right, big and bright. And, and here's what this is, is I challenge everyone listening to go look at 10 to 20 local business websites, the number of people who have paid web designers and marketers, quote unquote marketers, thousands and thousands of dollars to design their website and do all this stuff. They're not doing simple things like having their phone number in the upper right-hand corner, big and bright, big and bold. And we literally have changed the dynamics of businesses by just going like, hey, look, we can do a lot of stuff for you, but why don't we start off by putting your phone number where it's on every page and people can see it. And I've had people call me and go like, Mike, you gave me stuff that I've paid thousands of dollars for. And now my phone's ringing. Thank you so much. Because again, this isn't this isn't high level, let's build 75 step sales funnels. It's literally like, hey, let's help somebody with a little bit of the knowledge that we have. Yeah, that's um, and, and that's what's yeah. working really, really well for us. And, and I want to do something here too for early on in this episode to, to make sure that we're Everybody who should be listening listens to this whole thing today because we're going to bring Chris and Daniel on here in a minute and talk to them a little bit too. But they've had success helping Amazon sellers who are struggling get better results selling on Amazon. I mean, you can bring in those kind of clients too. So we're talking about small brick and mortar businesses, but we're also excited about this provenbusinessconsulting.com course that covers kind of both sides. Maybe you've got customers who are trying to sell physical products on Amazon. What do you do to help them as well? But I love where you started today, Mike, because the, I think it's a great foundational point to start the call today to reassure listeners that I would say 95% of the people listening to this podcast, if this is the kind of content you consume on a regular basis, and you have been for a few months, you're already so far ahead of your average small business owner who's just intimidated by the internet. The rules have changed. They're scared. They've spent money on people that burned them in all likelihood. And if you're the good guy that goes out there and just builds genuine relationships, like we talk about all the time on this show and truly cares. I love that example. Ladies, I've only have $500. You took 150, gave her $5,000 worth of good advice. 
if she applies that advice and starts making more money, who is she going to call? Right? Exactly. You're right back in the picture. And, and so building a business actually based on truly helping businesses, especially those who have been paying attention to the show and they're learning things like some of the Facebook strategies we're using and some of the exciting strategies for generating traffic. I mean, that's just a power keg of opportunity, but let's grab on. Um, I, I want to bring on, I'm going to come to put Chris and Daniel on the spot real quick here and just uh, bring those guys on. Maybe you guys, I'm going to start you out here. Chris, how about you go first, man? So we're, we're clear on who's doing what, but just tell us, you know, what's your involvement in our community first and like how long you've been around. I introduced you guys as leaders in our community and that's all I've said so far. So tell us a little bit about yourself, what you guys have done, and then fill us in a little bit on why you're so excited about this consulting niche, for lack of a better word, and what you guys are doing there. Okay. Well, thanks, Jim. It's really great to be on with you. And I first got on your email list about seven years ago. So I've been following you for about seven years now. and became a coaching student about six years ago and started building in, you know, multiple streams of income as you teach into my own business. And actually the place where I started an online business seven years ago was in doing business consulting with local businesses, local brick and mortars, just like what Mike is doing. And I immediately realized that there were opportunities to help. I had just spent seven years living in Mexico, serving as a missionary. And so I was just fresh back in the United States trying to support my family. And I struggled big time with imposter syndrome, like how on earth could I help businesses? And one of my very first clients, the day I realized that that I can definitely help businesses was I was sitting in this guy's office and he owns two longstanding, well-established businesses in Fresno. And we were talking about his website and we sat down at his computer and I said, okay, why don't you bring up your website and we'll take a look at it. And he had no idea how to open up an internet browser and find his website. And that's, that's the day that I knew like, okay, I don't have to be some crazy expert here to be able to help businesses. So some of that then really got involved in selling on Amazon and, and really kind of moved away from some of the local business consulting. But I think kind of for Daniel and I both, as we got better and better at Amazon, we realized, man, there are brands out there, you know, even, you know, little mom and pops and even some little bit bigger kind of national brands that are trying to sell their products on Amazon and their own websites. And they need help every bit as much as these local businesses do. And we came to understand that, you know, for those of us in this community who have been selling on Amazon for a while and kind of learned the ropes there, that it's not rocket science what a lot of brands need help with as well. One of actually my, I think is my very first client that I helped on Amazon. He had a brand of gardening products that he was selling successfully in Home Depot, as well as in a uh, West Coast chain of hardware stores, but he was struggling on Amazon. And so we just went in and did some keyword optimization on a few of his listings And he was merchant fulfilling all of his orders. He didn't know about FBA. So we switched him over to FBA. And in the first 30 days, we very nearly tripled his sales. So this was not rocket science. This was very simple things that people in our community know how to do already. So so that's why we're really excited about this because there's so much opportunity with the skills you already have to really make a difference for other businesses. Man, that is tremendous. I love the simplicity that you're building in here. Now, of course, you know, as a business grows and you take on more complex clients and like Mike Lemoyne, he's got eight people on his team now, you know, this is a real business, but it can so easily start out as just a hobby approaching local businesses, people that are struggling to use the internet creatively. Because again, if, if this is the content you're consuming, I'm talking to our business building warriors, the listeners out there, you've been consuming this kind of content for a while. That knowledge in your head is very valuable. We tend to undervalue it. But I love the example, like the guy didn't even know how to bring up and show you his website. (laughs) It's like, I think I have one of those. You know, that's how clueless a lot of people still even are. And Mike, I bet you've done a great, one of the things that popped in my head is, you know, some websites, they look horrible on a cell phone, right? Have you guys no, they made a market out of that? I'm just like, hey, you, you've got to make a couple little changes and, and look good on a cell phone because everyone's using their phones now. I'm curious to see if that's been part of your strategy. It absolutely has. And what we're seeing a lot is, again, web designers and people building a lot of websites tend to be pretty good now about making them look good on a cell phone. But 
what they're not, what businesses don't have is a marketer or somebody to look from the outside. Because if, if somebody's being paid to build a website, they are basically like, they're trying to get the website done as quick as possible because they need to move on to the next one. And they don't have a marketer looking at it and saying like, Hey, you know, your, your site looks good, but do you realize that that button that you want people to, to sign up for, you know, a free Casey Val or the fact that, you know, the, uh, your phone number isn't click to call. Like if you move that button towards the top where people see that right away, that will really help your conversions. And again, business owners are like, nobody's telling me this stuff. And, and that's, that's exactly the reason is because people aren't talking uh, about these kinds of things to local businesses. And so there's, there's a, a huge opportunity out there around mobile and even just simple stuff on, on Google My Business, which every local business needs. Like they don't understand that there's a feature available for chat now. So like if you're a chiropractor or you're a, you know, you're a doctor or an attorney, literally right through Google My Business for free, if, if a small business owner ties their cell phone in, they can now set up basically instant messenger, which is run by Google and close leads. But people aren't talking to them about this. And we've had clients where we literally are teaching them this free service from Google and they're now getting leads texted to their cell phone and are able to close and bring in business. And, they, and these are people, again, who have website designers, they have SEO people, they have all these quote unquote experts, but nobody's teaching them the simple things that really, really worked. I love it, man. You know, it's something that's popping in my head too, is you got, you got a little technical there for a minute, Mike. I know you didn't do it on purpose, but even I was like, I'm, okay, you're talking about apps and tools. And I just want to put oh. everyone at ease, right? That it's who you know. See, listener, you are a part of the world's largest community of helpful, ethical, energized business building warriors. So if you get into a client that's a little over your head, like, man, this guy needs some solutions. I don't know. I don't know what, what to do exactly. I'm a little over my head. You come back to the community to, hey, who wants to partner up, right? Because you know where to go for the answers. That makes you a powerful resource, even if you don't have the knowledge in your own head. But I love your response. You know, just moving the entire internet onto smartphones is a huge opportunity. So if you ever encounter a business that doesn't look good on their on the smartphone, give them some tips, man. Send them an article. Say, hey, I'm here to talk if you need to. And you could get business that easily. But I, we haven't heard from Daniel yet. yet. This is Chris's uh, younger brother. Correct me if I'm wrong. Appreciate That's right. That. Right. There we go. Uh, Daniel, man, I want to hear from you, buddy. Uh, two things, man. Tell me a cool story because I know you're doing the consulting gig too. It seems like you had a cool bartering story. Uh, I'd love to hear a bit about that. And then tell us just a sure. little bit, like who is this proven business consulting course for if people want to jump in and like, you know, what's the value proposition there? Why, if people already kind of know enough to get started, what's this course for? So I'm throwing you a couple questions and have fun. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I, I did have a really cool bartering client as one of my very first actual, like a uh, big boy clients. <laughs> um, I had done some web design stuff on my own just for family and friends, that kind of stuff. But um, I was working a full-time job and had started to learn more about that actually businesses would pay me for the stuff that I did on my own just kind of as a hobby. And as part of that, what I did while working my job um, was I, I found a local niche related to orthodontists in the city that I was living in at the time. And I found just what Mike was talking about a second ago, that a couple years ago, basically none of the orthodontists in town had mobile optimized websites. So I created a version of a website and got it ranked pretty well. And then I took a screenshot of it for the search for orthodontists in the city and um, sent it to a bunch of orthodontists like a Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening and said, hey, just so you know, this is this is what it looks like on mobile when somebody searches for your business. And um, here I am way up here and here you guys are way down here. If you want to know more about that, let me know. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, you, so you were like saying, hey man, I'm getting a bunch of traffic to this generic site. Who yeah. wants it? Now, yeah, I, basically. I know Mike's story well enough. That's kind of how he started too back in the day with painters. He developed, he was generating leads locally, which isn't hard to do, especially with what we have with Facebook now, guys. I mean, generating local leads is shooting fish in a barrel. But if you set something simple like this up and then you go to the local providers, and if I remember Mike's story correctly, you know, he went to the one he kind of liked first and he took the deal. But you could even put out a bidding thing, you know. So how'd you handle it? How'd you pick which orthodontist to work for once you have this ranked site? I did basically exactly what Mike was talking about at the time. I, I think I got that idea from a video of Mike's. So I, I emailed it out to maybe eight or 10 orthodontists and said, hey, I have this site. I can only work with one of you. 
basically first person to contact me wins. And uh, by 8 a.m. the next morning, I had an email from an orthodontist <laughs> assistant saying, please so come cool. in, we want to talk to you. <laughs> so you didn't wait for the bidding war to did any of the other ones follow up? <laughs> did you hear from the rest of them? I, I did get uh, one other follow-up uh, from another one, but I, I had already uh, come to an agreement. You already locked in. Yeah, but yep. I mean, it's such a brilliant strategy uh, to go ahead and you know prove that you know what you're talking about first. So people who are nervous about you know, to the listener who's right now thinking, man, I'm just nervous talking to business owners. That's not me. I don't want to do that. Well, prove that you're worth your weight first, get some leads rocking using the strategies you know, and then approach and say, hey, who wants these leads? I love that model. That's so cool. Right. And and what I talk about a lot in our course it, is that I am, I'm what on the, all of the personality types is like the shy or introverted or I, I, it is not my joy in life to go and cold call a bunch of businesses. So models like that at least gave me the confidence to go in and say, look, I already have the results and whoever wants them can pay me for them, but I'm not having to go and convince myself first that I can do the work and then second, convince the client that I'll get the results. That's beautiful. So I, I, I imagine that that might be a, a lot of the people in our community who, you know, just, just like I did, we started in the community and we learned how to do things for ourselves. And there's a bit of a barrier thinking about going and actually talking to a business. You know, questions like, can I actually do anything for them? Would they actually pay me for it? Am I an expert? If you're like me, you like start sweating and you get really nervous and you sit in your car for a couple hours before you even <laughs> walk in. <laughs> right. I hear um, right. So, so that's what we did with the course is, is to kind of help with two, two big shifts um, that happen. Um, and that's first of all, that, that what we're teaching is not people to go out and chase clients down, but really to build a platform that attracts clients to you. So that is something that helps me as a systems person, as a shy person or an introvert, like I'm not going and cold calling people. I'm not going and blasting out tons of emails to people and hoping that somebody responds. And then when I go meet with them, I'm not having to convince them that they need me to work for them. I'm just going in and starting um, what we call the consultative process. And it it's, that might sound like a fancy word. Let me make sure that it's not a fancy concept to anybody listening. This is something you can go out and do today, course or not. And it's going in and just starting a conversation with a business owner and saying, hey, how are you doing online? How's it going for you online? How's it going for you on Amazon? We have what we call the magic question, which is basically just starting a conversation with the business owner and saying like, hey, what's causing you pain right now? Then if there's something that you can follow up with and help them, that's awesome. And you can show it to them, but you're not, you're not going in with one tool in mind and saying, oh, I know that I need to help them with this SEO or this Facebook campaign or this mobile website. You're just going in and asking questions and identifying the pain. And that's something that I can do. I'm no salesperson, but I can go in and talk to someone. And then if there's a pain, well, we can talk about that more with the business owner. Well, you talked for a moment there and, and maybe you'll defer some of this to Chris, I'm not sure, but or Mike possibly, but you talked about building a platform that attracts clients. I want to hear more about that. What You said that's what you guys cover in the provenbusinessconsulting.com course is building this platform. Dive, yeah, dive that, in that direction for me a little bit. Sure. And, and Chris covers that module in the course, so he, I'm sure we'll have more to add. But basically, it's just instead of going out and trying to chase clients down, come up with a way, and, and we give you lots of ideas, and there are things like, Jim, you talk about publishing, and I, I think one of your quotes somewhere that I saw recently on the book on the Facebook page was uh, like a, a published book is your number one business card or something like that. Yeah, the best right? business card you'll ever have. <laughs> yeah, a book. And, and yeah. it doesn't have to be complicated and just turn a simple 15-page right. PDF into a printed book using Create Space, which is owned by Amazon. They'll, yeah. put, they'll give you your ISBN number and a, you can get a nice shiny cover and maybe you'll only ever sell three copies, but you'll have a stack of 50 of them cost you a couple bucks a piece and you can give them out as business cards. It book, it makes you an authority. And uh, I'm curious if Mike's done that yet. Mike, do you have a book yet, buddy? I do. I do. I have uh, a couple of books. Uh, one is uh, what we got started with and it was uh, basically teaching business owners how do you evaluate from internet marketing and to give them enough knowledge to be able to make good decisions. It wasn't around teaching them how to do it themselves, but more just the knowledge they needed. That one is being rewritten right now. And then I have another one I did on how to get more five-star reviews, which teaches the philosophy around how do you get more reviews on Google and that's so important for business owners. And we're actually working on, on several more, but those are the two right now. Have those gone well for you? Have they generated some, some clients for you because of the authority you established? 
They really have. Yeah. And so I've used them as handouts. Uh, you know, like you said, Jim, I, you know, we have, we have a bunch of copies. And so I've used them as, you know, when somebody comes into our office or I meet someone like, Oh, Hey, let me give you a copy of my book. Because, you know, one of the things that all of us I'm sure experience, and, and I know you do too, Jim, is the moment you start talking to somebody about kind of what you do and how you're able to help them and not in a salesy way, but they're like, Oh, wow. Like I, I need to talk to you or I need more information. And so that book, totally changes the dynamic of the conversation. Like, oh, you wrote a book. And like you said, it doesn't have to be complicated, but it really does help you stand out over again. What I see a lot of is is salespeople trying to uh, sell local business owners instead of, because every business owner, what they really want, like if we were to get down to it, they would love to have a 15 year old nephew who knows all this stuff that they can just call up and get some help. And they have 15 year old nephews, but the 15 year old nephews don't have the knowledge that this community does. So we're the next best thing to what they really want, which is a trusted expert, somebody that they can call and bounce ideas off of. And so when you have a little publication like that, a book or a newsletter or, or any of those kinds of things, a podcast, you instantly are different. And what that does is it makes you trusted. And when you're trusted, the guard goes down with people and they're willing to listen. And it works really, really well. Yeah, that authority you establish. And there's many ways to do it. But the authority you establish with a book, or even if it's just a free PDF report, but I'd really encourage you get it into print. This something magic happens in our culture still when there's actually a book in print. There, most people still don't realize how easy it is <laughs> to publish a book. It's just so straightforward. And we can actually even help you with that. Send us a support email if you're confused by how to publish a book. We've got a simple course. We've even got a service that'll help you through it. The parts you don't want to do, we'll do it for you. And it's not expensive. So uh, maybe we'll stick a, a note in the, uh, a link in the show notes today, silentgym.com slash podcast for all the show notes today. But I think we're going to take it over to Chris next because Daniel kind of set you up, Chris, saying, hey, here's one example of building your platform, but you're the guy that recorded the module. So give us another nugget besides writing a book. I mean, what else can I do to attract clients in specifically? What are you guys doing and what's working for you? Yeah. So you know, when we talk about a platform, this is something we're really passionate about because it's, I'll speak for myself, it's transformed my business. In those early years of providing consulting to to local clients, I definitely had some success and got some clients and we saw some good things happen. But I found myself chasing clients. I found myself, you know, running after people and cold calling and sitting down and having meetings and, you know, them saying, well, I can't afford that. That's too expensive. And you know, constantly feeling this pressure to make my prices lower and lower and, and like, man, it's not even worth it for the amount of time it's going to take. So I, in that regard, it didn't go that well for me. It frustrated me. And this whole concept of flipping that, that script around and building this platform where you attract clients, that was the thing that transformed my business. So for all of us, you know, what we've done now, now in this course that you mentioned is it's basically the course we all wish that we would have had when we started. But the idea, one of the big ideas with having a platform is that you are publishing some kind of content that helps people. So we mentioned a book. It could be a book. I've done a book also. I have a podcast. One of the easiest ways to do this that, Jim, you've been talking about forever is through email. You know, having an email list and in doing training and dripping out emails to people, you know, that way who sign up. And, and so that's something I do, you know, when I go around to trade shows, we have a couple of different email training series. And there's two main pain points that I hit over and over again, when I'm talking to brands at trade shows, if, if they have pain, it's usually one of two main points. And so we wrote a series around each one of those points. And whenever I talk to a brand and it turns out that they have one or the other of these pain points, I say, hey, we have this free email training on that. Would you like to check it out? And they're like, sure. And so we put them on the list and they get it. And you know, very often the next progression from there is them wanting to, to set up a phone call and have a free consultation. So I, I was reflecting on this a few months ago, how much things had changed. Um, I had just come back from a trade show in like the two or three weeks after that trade show, my calendar filled up with about 12 or 15 different free 30-minute consultations that I did with businesses. And I counted afterwards, 80% of them by the end of that 30 minutes were saying some version of, hey, we'd like you to help with this. How can we hire you? Or 
you know, what would it look like for you to do this stuff for wow. us? That's powerful, man. And that that's what's in the course because I haven't reviewed all the content. I saw some of it for the listener's sake, man. It's fantastic. I'm talking, well, because Mike, you have the advantage at your, you have actually have a studio, which you don't have to have a studio to do this business, but you're grown to the level where you have one. So I know uh, Chris and Daniel flew out there and you guys recorded it like, this is high quality training, but how deep into this do you go, Chris, when you're talking about this system you've set up to like the, the two pain points and I mean, how, you know, fill me in, like how deep does the training go for people who jump into the proven business consulting course? We really hit the mindset stuff. So I, I'll tell you what the course doesn't go really deep on. And then I'll come back to your question. What does it go deep on? What it doesn't go deep on is all of the really specific nitty gritty technical details of here's how you build a website for somebody, or here's how you set up Facebook ads and stuff like that. If we had done that, it would have been, it could have been a 500 hour course. And yeah. just by the time we finished it, we would have to <laughs> it would have been instantly irrelevant by the time you finished it. Right. <laughs> exactly. But, but what we do do is um, we really teach uh, very well. I think the whole mindset and the whole approach um, we teach something called the star business blueprint. And it's a very simple framework that once you understand it, you can look at any business and very easily understand where they need to focus with their marketing in order to improve their business. And so then you can take that blueprint over to them. And you know, one of the things I want to emphasize for people is that you don't have to play every role. So we, we create this analogy in the course, your client has this dream house that they want to build, and that's their ideal business. And when you build a dream house, there are many people involved with that. There's an architect who figures out, who draws up the plans. And then there's a general contractor who manages this whole thing. And then there are subcontractors who specialize in different areas. And, and you could liken that to people who specialize in websites or Facebook or SEO or Amazon listing optimization. So you might be a really good subcontractor and other people send you website jobs. Or you might not be good at any of that stuff at all, but you're good at creating a blueprint and helping people figure out what they need. And so you help architect things and then you partner with other contractors who can, you know, create the deliverables. So, See if you would agree with me on this statement, Chris, because there's a lot of different personality types in our community. And I, I've pushed people from day one on this podcast to get out of that mindset of, well, I'm an internet business person. That means all I need is a keyboard and a monitor. I don't need relationships. That's a dead end. I've met those people. I've seen them burn out. They, you have to have relationships. So if you're going to be building relationships anyway, why not build relationships with other business owners one step removed from your community that you're used to online, maybe local, maybe you go to, you mentioned trade shows, Chris, uh, maybe I'll have you expound on that just a little bit, but start building relationships. And really that's the only skill you need. It's a vital life skill. You need to have a healthy life anyway. Why not do it with other people where there's a mutually beneficial arrangement a win-win, if you will, involved. We need those kind of relationships. And I'd be curious too, this is kind of putting you on the spot as another question. Have you built some real genuine relationships and friendships even with some of these clients? I would imagine that at this point that you have, um, because those are sometimes the best relationships we have grow out of these mutually beneficial business arrangements. I know for me, that's been true. The last decade, my best friends on this planet right now are guys that I get to work with and build something special with. Some are clients, some are partners, but those are my closest friends in the world. So you know, speak to that, you know, take that where you want to go, Chris, you're on a roll. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I want to keep this at a simple level too, because I don't want the listener to walk away and go, uh, I, I'm not quite good enough to do that. You are. And if you aren't, there's something broken. You need to fix it because the only missing piece of the puzzle here is relationships, which are vital, but go ahead, take that ball for another minute, Chris, and we might bump back over to one of the other guys here in a minute. So yeah, I totally agree with you, Jim, about it all boils down to relationship. And to answer your question, yes, I have built good friendships with some of my clients. I have four daughters and one of their best memories here is a few years ago when one of my clients took our whole family out boating on a lake here in the area and they got to water ski and stuff. So yes, at the end of the day, it's all relationships. And I would say this. If you're that the person who 
it sounds so painful to think of like stepping out and building relationships with other business owners, then at very least be building the connections within this community to where there's someone else out there who's great at talking to businesses, but they're not great maybe at doing some of the other marketing stuff that you are good at. So, you know, build relationships with those people, but yes, it is all relationships. I totally agree with you, Jim. That's beautiful. And I would imagine I'm going to kind of toss the ball up in the air here and see who grabs it. But Daniel or Mike, if they have anything they want to jump on after. Great job, Chris, by the way. I think what I'll do is I'll give them a second to think while I explain to the listeners, just in case there's someone listening who doesn't know what a trade show is. You mentioned trade shows. That's where basically you go and there's a bunch of vendors there. Let's say you're trying to find product to sell on Amazon. You might go to a trade show and there'll be 100, 500, or if it's ASD in Las Vegas, thousands of wholesalers and manufacturers, they're saying, hey, here's our stuff. Who wants to buy it in bulk? And you build relationships with them. But what you'll see in that arena, and I know you guys go into this in the course, and you've had a tremendous success. So maybe Daniel should take this ball and run with it. But you approach these guys who have been frustrated with the Amazon experience, which believe it or not, those of us who sell on Amazon, yeah, we're frustrated. But you know, manufacturers are frustrated too. They're trying to use this platform that Amazon has built, the biggest e-commerce platform in the history of the universe. You know, they're trying to get on there, but they're so frustrated. And a lot of them just throw their hands up there and say, forget it. I'm not going to do it. I know there's a bunch of customers there, but the red tape, the problems, the, the pirates, the whatever, the this, the that. You know, and if you can be the guy that solves that pain point, right? There's huge opportunity there. So, so Daniel, have you, do you have any stories for us about where you guys have kind of gone through that and, and helped some folks with that? Sure. So there was a client that they were working with now that Chris, I think, made initial contact to them with them at a trade show. And this, I'm going to say this carefully because I know that there are people in our community who rely heavily on wholesale. And that's still an awesome business. But I, I know that you'll sympathize with this because I, I saw it when I had a huge piece of our business working on wholesale is that there's brands that you'll go and talk to. And the second they hear the word Amazon, they just totally shut down. Walls go up, guard is up. They don't want to talk to you. That's the end of the conversation. And um, this, you know, these conversations happen a lot on the Facebook group where people will say, hey, you know, either this brand won't let me sell on Amazon. Why aren't they interested in more sales? Or you know, this wholesale agreement says I can't sell on Amazon. How can I get around that? And um, one of the clients that we're working with right now, Chris, Chris at first walked up and said, you know, something like, hey, how's it going for you on Amazon? And the second they heard Amazon, all they heard was all of the people who were undercutting them on Amazon or, or changing <laughs> right. their titles or changing their pictures or like it was instant pain for them. Yes. Um, so they, they just said like, nope, don't want to talk about it. Don't, didn't have any interest in continuing the conversation. But once we're able to say like, all right, I think what I'm hearing from you is that Amazon's a pain for you right now. You know, what exactly is it that's a challenge for you? And then we were able to kind of work out of them. Well, they're, they're really having a trouble with some of their brick and mortar accounts getting upset that some third-party sellers are undercutting their price on Amazon and having to enforce MAP and then having trouble with quality controls for their products. And so then we were able to start a conversation saying, okay, now we, now we totally understand that pain. We have some ways that we can help you. Would you be interested in continuing that conversation? Because otherwise, Amazon is just like a trigger word. The second you say it, like done with the email, done with the phone call, they'll hang up, they'll walk away, they'll stick out their hand and say, have a nice day, see you later, don't want to talk about it anymore. So By many continuing, are frustrated, like we don't need another Amazon seller. Like, right. But, but yeah, a lot of the bigger ones are at that point. Now there's, there's, hundreds of thousands of wholesalers. Some of them are like, wow, you can help us on Amazon? Thanks. But the bigger, more established ones, the ones that are easier to find, a lot of them are, you're very correct. They're getting a little frustrated because 50 Amazon sellers grab their stuff and they're battling it out. In some cases, pushing the price down. Like you said, that's a very typical. So did that end up being a client for you guys? I'm curious how this story resolves. Yep. They're a paying client currently, um, paying us to help manage their Amazon presence. Um, and then help them kind of regain control of some of their listings that some um, potential counterfeiters and some other issues that they had uh, on their listings. That's beautiful. Is it going well? I mean, how long have you had them and how happy are they? Chris may have to have to say, I, I think we're month two, month three right now. Yeah, we're in the early stages with them. So yeah, so far so good. The main thing that we have to accomplish right now with them is brand registry. And because of a couple of things with their trademark, we're in one of those deals where we're like, two months and counting on their brand registry. 
Yeah, that um, can take some time, but they're, <laughs> I'm sure they're happy you guys are dealing with it instead of them. And, and even on a subject like that, it's yet another opportunity for me to point out if Chris just said brand registry and you said to yourself, oh, what's that? I don't even know what that is. I'm not qualified to do this. No, let me stop you right there, listener. You are qualified because guess what we have in our community? A bunch of people who have been through brand registry dozens of times, and they'd be more than happy to help you do it. Do these wholesalers know this? No. As far as they're concerned, this is rocket science complexity level. You know, they don't, they're not even interested in the process. They don't even want to learn it. But if you can go to them and say, hey, I live, eat, breathe, and sleep, internet business, Amazon selling, I want to protect your brand. I want to partner with you and maybe even propose. I'm curious how you set this deal up, guys. But like, all I want is a percentage of the success that you have. Now, it may take a little money to set it up, and I'm not sure how you guys work. But you could even propose that simple thing because you know, as a platform, Amazon's huge. Let's get so many products out there and test it. If it works, all I want is a piece of the new business I'm bringing you. Do you guys have any of those arrangements on Amazon? We do. We um, And we teach some different ways that you can approach it in the course because it really comes down to just finding what's going to be a win-win for the client and for you. And every business has different needs. So, you know, this one client we were just talking with, they happen to be a case where they paid an upfront fee that's $5,000. Actually, half of that is deferred until if and when they ever want to get out of the relationship. And then they're paying us a percentage of their monthly Amazon payouts as we continue to manage everything. So that's, that's one way you can do it. But there are lots of different ways you can set up deals. And you guys go into details of that in the course you said, right? We do. Yep. We, we talk cool. about a lot of different ways that you can set things up and pros and cons of some of the different ways. I love it. Well, Mike, you've been quiet for a while, buddy, and you have more knowledge than the three of us combined in this arena. So <laughs> what are we missing here, buddy? And, uh, and I would love to just to get a real specific, maybe a short but specific answer. Like, what does this business look like now that you've been doing it for quite a while? And what would you tell the Mike from, let's say, what, eight years ago, nine, 10 years ago, when he was just getting into this? Like, what would you tell that guy? Because that's who a lot of us are at this point. Yeah. So I think the, what does this business look like now um, is opportunity. I see opportunity everywhere. And I know, Jim, one of the things you teach is once you start to understand this stuff, you basically can, you know, see money floating around in the air a lot of times. And, uh, you know, I, I think that the opportunity comes from people just want, again, somebody that they can trust. And one of the things you guys mentioned earlier is the not good enough. And I just kind of want to remind everyone, like when I started this, I was a firefighter. I was a firefighter and a paramedic and I wasn't making enough money despite working as much overtime as I, as I could. There was only so many hours in the day and I had, you know, I had a family and I just wasn't making a, enough money. And so I started started this business literally on the side and thought, man, if I could just make like an extra 500 bucks, which at the time was kind of like equivalent to an overtime shift, I could maybe start buying a little bit of my time back. And uh, so I, I think that, you know, we hear big numbers and we hear like opportunity and we, and I just, I want to remind people like, you know, one or two clients can literally change the paradigm of, of what, where you are right now. And I think that you see, you know, outside of, you know, this community, you see a lot of internet marketers talking about seven figure businesses. And I just want to remind people like helping one or two local businesses can really change a whole lot of your life. And one thing that um, I think is important, and you asked the question, you know, if I know, knowing what I know now, if I can go back and tell that, tell myself something, I think the thing would be like that I could really help people. Because one of the things that I, and you mentioned it, Jim, People don't realize how valuable the knowledge that they have is. And, and we tend to, as human beings, when we're learning something, we tend to overvalue what that may be. And then once we learn it, we, for the rest of our lives, we undervalue it because once we understand it, we kind of feel like everybody out there understands it. And so one of the things I have learned is the fact that I know how to leverage the internet and do certain things to help local businesses is very, very valuable to them. And in the beginning, I would undervalue myself so much because I'm like, well, if I know this and I, I'm a firefighter, like everybody's got to know this, especially a business owner. They have money, they're paying people, like they know this stuff. And, and the reality of it is, is, is they don't. We get so much business helping people do free things on the internet, 
teaching them how to use a cell phone to shoot a little video and put it on YouTube and then put that onto their website. Now, I know everybody or the far majority of people on this call go, Mike, that's easy. Exactly. That's kind of the point here is these are things that local businesses aren't seeing. And there's so many, so many opportunities, Jim, and you and I've talked about this in the past, but low hanging fruit that's out there. And I'll give you an example is so many, every business, every local business has a contact us page on their website. And if you talk to the far majority of them, nobody's filling out that contact us page. They're not getting any real leads from that. And one of the reasons why is people are afraid to fill that out because they don't want to get sold to. They don't know what's going to happen. So one of the things we teach our clients, and we talk about this in the course, but is, and, and, and I don't think somebody needs to go get the course to make this work, by the way. I'll just tell you guys, like, so one of the things we teach our clients is like, hey, if you were to take your cell phone, you know, you can shoot a little video that goes on the contact us page that says, hey, I, I see you're on our contact us page. I appreciate that. There's a form below. Let me tell you what happens when you fill out the form, because if you fill out the form, that that just comes to me or my assistant. And here's what happens. We're going to help answer your questions. We're not going to sell you. We're not going to turn your, your information over. It doesn't go to a sales floor. So if you have a question about our product or service, or you just, you're stuck or something, fill out the form and it'll go to me and Susie on the team. And, and we'll get back with you in about 24 hours. And just that simple little video right there, changes the conversions on websites. Now, anybody can do that. You can take your cell phone. You could literally create a business because 99.9% of businesses don't have this. You could take your cell phone and just be known as the person who shoots these little videos for, for the contact us page. And then you shoot another little video that once somebody fills it out, they go to a thank you page and, and it's just a little video. It says, hey, thank you so much. You made a good decision. You want to reinforce that decision that somebody made. You made a good decision. We look forward to helping you. Again, let me tell you, it's just going to go to me and so-and-so on the team. We'll get back to you in about 24 hours because we have we have wives and kids and we're real people, but we look forward to serving you. Dude, I just love that, that little idea right there. And let me Gene, add on. Oh, I, let me add something on there, dude, because my brain's just like, dude, that's good. You've never shared that one with me before. But, you know, I sometimes when we'll take on a new client, I'll make a point of saying, hey, you know, you've just given me your contact information and I'll do this verbally, right? Like, here's my cell phone number. This is the same cell phone I've had for 12 years. My wife uses it. My kids use it. Now you have it anytime I'm here for you, right? Like, that's a pretty powerful thing to say. Put that in the video, right? And train your, your clients like, hey, if you're ready to step up, if they're going to give you, if the customer is going to give you their contact info, small business owner, give him your number too. whoever that customer support person is, you know, now you've, you know, ideally you probably want to have something that's more evergreen than that. But I'm just saying, if you really want to build trust, man, that's a good way to do it. It's like, Hey, here's my cell phone number. Call me anytime. This is what I do and have it forward to a business line or whatever you have to do. But, but that's a powerful thing to, to truly connect with your customers that way. I love that idea, man. And yeah, you're exactly right. If you did just that with local businesses, Mike, you'd earn their trust and that would step you into this arena. I have to imagine that, take a shot at this one, Mike, like what percentage of your clients did you serve in some kind of little, easy, simple way before they became paying clients that really kind of, you know, pay the bills and keep the doors open kind of clients? Like what percent kind of came in on one of those simple strategies? The far majority, I would say 90 to 95%. And the reason I can say that with confidence is when somebody contacts us, and we talk about this in the course, but when somebody contacts us, I don't say, oh yeah, we have package A, B, or C, because every every small business is different. And so what I do is I say, come on in and let's meet. And I approach every 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 meeting as kind of a consultation, even though it's free in the beginning. And I, I spot opportunities for them. And I have no problem sharing that with them. Like there's, there's a thought process of like, oh, if I tell people that, they won't hire me. The reality is they're like, oh, that's a great idea. I've paid all these people all this money. No one's taught me that. Uh, can you help me? Can you help me and tell me what to say in that? Another great little tip is, you know, and you kind of mentioned it, but on service-based businesses, just letting people know they can text pictures of their junk pile or the spot on their carpet or that wall they want repainted. That increases leads. And we tell people this in our in our free consults because it really is about building trust. And I never worry about I'm going to give away the idea and somebody's going to run and take it. And if they do, they needed it more than I do. And that's not the type of client who's going to be around long term. But because we do everything we can to build trust and value in the beginning, far majority of our clients say, well, what else can you help me with? And, and the other thing I'll tell you that we've learned and that I've, I've really learned is that 
when I was a firefighter, not making a lot of money, I looked at a, you know, to me, $5,000 was a month's worth of pay working overtime and everything else to a small business owner. Like that's kind of a lot of them, that's an operating fund they have. And so I would tend to devalue because based on the money that I thought it would cost. And in my mind, they go, I couldn't afford that. So I instantly put that on them that they can't afford that. And the reality of it is is when you start having a conversation like this, it's amazing when somebody trusts you and they realize that like, if I pay you X, I'm going to make Y and it's a good marketing investment. They will invest into you. And it kind of goes back to the relationships that you guys were talking about. Like so many of my clients are good friends and they have, they continually invest into me and my company because they know every time they do, they're going to get a return on that investment. And and that's built on trust. And, you know, we don't sign these long contracts and for every time somebody wants to pay us money, like, you know, oh, they've got to fill this out. No, we just make it easy. And and, and I don't have long-term contracts. I don't have any of that stuff in place. The average quote unquote agency out there right now, just to kind of give everybody an idea of why small businesses are looking for somebody like you. They're trying to tell them they have to do everything right away. And they're putting a very high dollar amount on it. And then they want to lock them into a 12 month, a 24 month, 36 month. I've even seen 48 month contracts out there at these high dollar amounts. And then they don't deliver. And so small businesses are, are, are terrified of this model because they know that if they're dealing with this big company and they're paying all this money and it doesn't work out, they still have to deal with, they're locked into this contract. And the far majority of small business owners are salt of the earth, everyday people. They want to honor their word. They just want to grow their business and serve their family and serve their community. So when somebody like myself or Chris and Daniel or any of the listeners come along, Jim, yourself as well, and you go, hey, I have an idea. I could help you. Like, let's do this. Let's start here. And they go, the, the, the guard just goes down. And then when they see the value of it, they go, what else can you help me with? And so quickly they ditch those, you know, salesmen and marketers and all that stuff because they go finally like somebody who gets it. And as a result, to kind of go back to your question, the far majority of these people become clients and stay clients. And I've had people with me, I think my long, longest client, the painter that you mentioned has been with me, him and I, he invited me to his wife's birthday party. So my family went, we had, a, uh, they were doing a big barbecue, but we were, we were laughing because he's been a client for 10 years. There's no contract him as a client. It's just, we continue to get results. Yeah. That was your first, your first client, correct? Yeah. My first non-friend client. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, such a beautiful story now. I mean, cause 10 years is no joke. I know when we first were starting to explore this model and you and I've been talking about it for about 10 years because you came originally, Mike, you were, you and I were like the eBay guys, right? I mean, that's how you came into our community. You were an eBay seller back when I was talking all about eBay, well before the Amazon days. And uh, we still have plenty of those guys in our community. But as you've diversified, and the, the beautiful thing about this model, there's two things that I just love. And for those who are wondering, like, why is he spending so much time on a non-Amazon topic? Well, because this is supposed to be an Amazon. No, this isn't an Amazon podcast, guys. This is the podcast that teaches you how to generate multiple income streams using the internet creatively. It just so happens Amazon's a big deal right now. But think through this with me for a second. If you're completely reliant on any of the big boy platforms, Amazon, Facebook, PayPal, Google, you know, you name it, these YouTube, you are at their whim. And you've heard these cases where, you know, strange things happen. You know, these 22-year-olds fall asleep at the switch in the, in the rule enforcement department at all these places, and you lose your account for a few hours or a few days, or, you know, hopefully never this happens to you, but indefinitely. How do you avoid that? Multiple income streams. That's what we teach. And this is a fantastic stream, and it forces you out into a very healthy thing that you may not be used to doing, and that's building new relationships with other business owners. Some of the greatest people, I love you call them the salt of the earth people, uh, I was at a conference just this week and actually uh, meeting Chris I popped in on us and I got to hang out with him for a bit. But the, one of the things I, I shared at that was, I love how business is a great filter for quality people. Now, I'm not saying everybody who's successful in business is a quality person and people who aren't successful aren't quality people. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying this, if you show me someone who's succeeding in business, there is a very, very high likelihood that that person has a servant's heart and they're just a great person to get to know. And that's just been my experience, but come to find out that's actually Hebrew tradition. Like you can measure some, if they, to succeed in business means you're good at serving. 
unless you're ripping people off and scamming people, in which case you don't last very long, not in the modern era where everybody can report you instantly online, right? So the business owners who are floating are really good people almost across the board. Build relationships with those people. It will pay dividends. Maybe they'll become consultants. Maybe they'll help you grow your business, but you need to be hanging out with other business owners. And and that's what you guys have shared with us today. Um, I'm going to kind of toss the ball up here to whoever wants to grab it next. Is is there a final closing thought or story? Um, I want to be sure and mention provenbusinessconsulting.com. That's the course you guys worked on so hard with, I'm going to say, uh, 15 years, let's say 15, 17 years combined experience of doing this business and, and serving others really well in this, you know, with the internet knowledge that we have. Uh, you guys have painted a really great picture today, but, but there's a story like, man, I really wanted to be able to tell this one or before we close out today, because this is one of the longer episodes, but I think the listeners have really enjoyed our time together today. So how about it, Daniel, Chris, you got anything that jumps to mind? One thing that might be worth mentioning to anybody listening to this, I know that a lot of people listening do stuff with Amazon or eBay and might be thinking to themselves, boy, there's no way I could ever build an agency like Mike has and you know have 12 people and all of those clients coming and meeting with me all the time. Um, and I thought it might be worth mentioning um, that Chris and I don't do this full time. Mike has built an incredible agency and has teams and tons of clients. Um, but what Chris and I do is this, we see this as kind of a, an additional stream of income one where we don't have to tie up tons of inventory cash. But what that means is that we can get incredibly selective with our clients. So as we've built a platform that attracts clients to us, we get to now build fences and decide what clients qualify to meet with us and uh, what clients we want to take on. And what that means is that sometimes there was a client we were, we were talking to near the end of last year and they're selling multiple millions of dollars online. And we're at the point where they were ready to pay us a couple thousand dollars a month to help them, but we were not ready to move into a relationship with that client. And we're able to help fence that person out because they weren't somebody that fit the model that we wanted to work with. Understood. Yeah, this could be a very part-time side business that enhances. You know, one of the things for people who've been around our community long enough, we don't teach you how to be an expert at 50 things in order to create multiple income streams. We say, no, hone in and really specialize And through that specialization, you will find multiple income streams. As you get really, really good at that one thing, just recognize all the opportunities that are available to you as you become a student of using the internet creatively to grow businesses, yours and other people's. It all comes back to that for us. It all, everything that we do, you know, my closest partners included, we use the internet creatively to create strong, ethical, income streams, stuff that we can be proud of to talk about with our friends and family. And they often join us in the adventure. It's a very narrow thing that we've decided to do. I mean, some of us, it feels like it's ever expanding, but it really is kind of a narrow niche. I mean, I sat on the plane just yesterday next to a guy who's a, uh, he's a psychoanalyst. He knows nothing about the internet. I mean, this guy is making a lot of money in a completely different area. I could have helped that guy so much if he was interested. I didn't want to pick up a new client. I don't have time for it. He's like, wow, so you've written books about how to use the internet creative. That's amazing. He was astounded. I mean, this guy has multiple PhDs, right? And he's making all this money and he's serving all these people. He has no clue about the internet. If I'd have wanted a client, we could have connected. I just don't have time for more clients right now, um, in that, especially in that niche. But you, you get my point. The knowledge we have is valuable, guys. But anyone else want to take this ball before we, uh, before we land this plane, man? To use my analogy there from the plane example, what do you guys want to throw out there? Real quick, Jim, and I'll just say that, uh, you know, I, I used to have a full-time job and I was able to utilize this model to, to get me out of it. And I think being a firefighter and a paramedic was very fulfilling. And it was, you know, as far as jobs go, I, I'd say, you know, right up there with being one of a great job, but I wanted more for my family. And I think that there's a lot of people out there who, who they're in a job. And they're, you know, maybe they need to make some extra money or maybe they had a vision like me of I, I'm not fulfilling my potential here, even though I was very good at it, paramedic of the year, like there's more out there. And I was able to utilize this model to build what I've built. But, and, and I think that, you know, there's, the, again, people think you need tons and tons of clients. You really don't. And, and one of the things that I found is as you start helping a couple of business owners, 
you become very valuable and people want to talk about like, oh, hey, would you mind if I give your name to so-and-so? They could really use some help. (laughs) And as you start helping and you get true results from some of these things that we've talked about, people will contact you and you will get referrals. And and so it's not like you have to go out and sell every single time. And, you know, one of the things I love to just ask is, do you think you could be doing better online? And, And the consensus almost always is, well, yeah, absolutely. And, and I always say, you know, well, I'd be happy to take a look at some things you're doing if, if you'd like, and I can shoot you a quick video. People love that. And I shoot a quick 10 minute video showing them some things that they could change. And they're like, well, yeah, let's meet, let's talk more. And, and almost always they say, Hey, would you mind if I send somebody else your way? Um, and so this doesn't have to be this huge system and going and getting clients and selling like a lot of it happens organically. And I just think that, if, if talking about the multiple streams of income, I'm not tied to any one client. You know, if a client needs to leave or they, they find somebody better, I'm okay because I've got a lot of other clients. And it's the ability to see this world and be able to just help a few people to, to do better. And I think the opportunity of what is available out there for helping small businesses and helping Amazon sellers, just with the knowledge somebody already has, I don't think people realize just how valuable they can be. And that's what's exciting to me. Yeah. I mean, we're even, uh, I don't know how much you know about this, Mike, but I know Chris and Daniel have been pretty filled in lately. We're, we're talking to some pretty major universities. I'm not, a, I'm not able to, uh, to share the name of these places yet, but major universities, the entrepreneurial training programs at some of the top 10 universities in the country, in the United States. And they're coming to us begging, like, please. Will you teach us how to teach these kids to actually use the internet to make money? We see you guys are doing it. We see the track record. They've fully vetted us. They trust us. They see our results. They're saying, will you come help us teach you? Because the old way business has been done and taught for decades, it just doesn't work in the new internet marketing era. And we know how these things work instinctually. So just it, it, consider this. If you've listened to this podcast for more than 20 or 30 episodes, you've got the equivalent of, uh, of a two-year degree in internet business and how it works. If you've listened to all the episodes, you've got a four-year degree and it was free. Get out there and use it. We anoint you today as an internet marketing specialist. Go use your powers for good. Uh, and I just want to encourage people, even if they don't go grab the provenbusinessconsulting.com course, which man, you really should. If anything that these guys shared with you today resonated, get these guys in your head for several hours. I mean, how much content did you guys record? We should probably mention that. I mean, it was a lot of content in this course. Do you happen to know offhand? It, didn't you? There's just under a hundred videos in the core teaching outside of the bonuses and the intros and all that kind of stuff yeah. is about four and a half hours. That's incredible. I mean, even if you don't plan on doing this business, you should get inside of these guys' heads for a while because you're going to pick up all kinds of great business tips for your own business. But this is a great way to truly diversify your income. But um, unless anybody has anything else, I don't want to leave any of you guys hanging. I've never had three people at the same time and we can't see each other right now. So like, you can't raise your hand and wave at me. But did anybody else have anything you want to show uh, or say before we wrap this thing up? Well, I just want to encourage people to get in the game with business consulting and and not just to listen to all these great ideas, but that question Mike just said, asking a business owner, do you think you could be doing better online? You can go out today, go, go find business owners that you know today, or, or go, you know, walk into a business and just ask them that question. Do you think you could be doing better online? And just and let things go from there. Okay, don't worry about whether you can help them or not. You're connected with great people in this community, but go out and start asking that question, and that will get you in the game. I love it. And you mentioned you're connected in this community. So, so let's say the person's like, on what basis are you asking me that question? You know, that's the question you're afraid of. Like, who are you to ask me that question? Tell them this. And and I've said this many times before. And we've been teaching this model for a long time. This is the C in our CES, the three business models we teach, right? Consulting is one of them. And we do it better than anyone else, in my opinion. So when someone challenges you, like, who are you to like, why should I listen? I don't see a business card. I don't see your name on a billboard somewhere in a business. You, you, know, you don't have a briefcase and a consultant badge. Who are you? Well, I'm the guy who's a part of a community, actually the world's largest community of creative internet-based entrepreneurs. We live, eat, and breathe this stuff. I can hardly sleep at night because of creative internet marketing ideas popping around in my head. I would love the chance to prove 
that I can, I can help you grow your business. Can we talk sometime? Right. I mean, that's a great answer. Like they don't, they're not a part of that community. They're part of the national association of pet store owners or whatever, right? They're not a part of a community that lives, eat, breathes, and sleeps 24 hours a day, 48,000 members in a Facebook community talking about how to use the internet creatively to grow businesses. You are because you listen to silent sales machine radio. How's that for an ending into the segue? Hey, I want to just thank the listeners today. You guys are why this show exists. Our guests were great today, Mike, Daniel, and Chris, man, you guys did a great job. And I just want to at least go check out provenbusinessconsulting.com. It's there for you. It's ready to rock. They'll probably have some good free stuff for you. Just looking through the sales page and some of the stories should inspire you, but grab the course. It's ridiculously underpriced. It's going to provide a ton of value. And just like everything else, if if you don't find a ton of value, hey, ask for your money back. We'll give it to you. We don't want to keep your money if you didn't feel like you were served well. But go grab that course, guys. It's a brilliant course. These guys work really hard on it. And I'm proud to partner with all of them. And to my business building warrior buddies out there listening, thank you. God bless you. You know we are all in your corner. We can't wait to do this again. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.